This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Jason Stahl is both the founder and the executive director of the College Football Players Association, and he had the, I'm just going to go air quotes, privilege of being on Capitol Hill a couple of days ago for the uh, for the House of Representatives, uh, I'm, and I'm using their term here, Protecting College Athletes NIL Deal-Making Rights Symposium. I don't even know what it was, but it didn't seem like any of that, Jason, and I appreciate your time. It almost it yeah. really seemed like it was the the goal was the opposite of protecting yeah. the deal ma- the, the rights of them to make deals. Did, did I did I miss did I miss that? What, no, what, you were there. I, I I think you hit on the uh, the Orwellian nature of the title, right? It was very much not about protecting athletes deal making rights it was about creating i mean the, the you know you had the sort of lobbyist nca lobbyist talking points there at the center of things breathing through different legis you know legislators different representatives uh through all you know basically all the witnesses right not, i shouldn't say that I, you know most of the witnesses um and yeah, I think it was about anything but if you if you're coming in to advocate for what a, a piece of federal legislation to do what to clamp down on a single free market of American citizens monetizing their name, image and likeness rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not actually about protecting their deal making rights. It's about constraining and reining in their deal making rights, which they have only had. For what? Like a year and a half now, right? right? Because the NCA spent how many millions of legal fees before that, making sure they didn't have the right that every other American has. So yeah, it was it was a frustrating title for sure. Here's, here's what's interesting to me. We're talking with Jason Stahl, who's the founder and executive director of the College Football uh, Players Association, and I want to I do want to talk to you about what your mission is uh, with this mm-hmm. uh, with this association. Uh, but for because I've been talking about this issue for a long, a long time, going way back. Uh, I remember being appalled that I didn't even know this, that uh, full cost of attendance wasn't part of the scholarship. Like, And they yeah, were right. the, when they were patting themselves on the back for now, we've included full cost of attendance. I, oh, I'm like, yeah, wait yeah, a second. Yeah. Full stop. You mean we weren't doing that before? Mm-hmm, so so mm-hmm. giving them what they deserved is mm-hmm. now is now. Well, so, that's just an aside. But what I don't understand is if they were going to have even if we took the title, you know, on his face of this uh why wasn't the guest list? Why weren't the the invitees different, right? Because to me, the mm-hmm, guest list mm-hmm. was not even like they didn't have a sitting college football player. You couldn't find one college football player active who was willing to come. Here's what's crazy. I mean, that's not you know. I don't want to impugn anybody on the guest list. I think that you know it, this witness list would have made sense maybe if the the hearing was framed a little bit differently. Right. I think 
it would have made sense. But I think for if you're going to organize it around this particular type of topic, yeah, you need you need a different witness list. Here's the crazy thing: you go back, you look at all the congressional hearings going back, however want however far you want to look back in this century. Okay, not once, not a single time have you had a power a current power five football or men's basketball player right like how mind-boggling is that right (laughs) the two sports that everyone that everyone knows these two sports make the whole enterprise go everyone knows it everyone knows that men's college basketball entirely underpins the entire budget of the ncaa right and they can't even do these folks who generate their massive salaries right they can't even do them the favor of giving them a seat at the table at one of these congressional hearings to talk about, yeah, what is what is the life of a college football player actually like? Right. What is the life of Division One's men's basketball player actually like? Yeah, it's 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 shameful. I mean, it really is when it comes down to it. it, it it's shameful. Or be, because we know we all know why they're seeking out con- congressional um, help. A, a lifeline, a, a whatever you want, a, a life raft, jacket, uh, b- is because they don't want to be told what they have to do, what they have to allow. They want to put all, they call them guardrails. Guardrails. I, they don't need, any, there shouldn't be any guardrails, zero guardrails, not not sensible guardrails. There should be zero, in my opinion, and let the, if we're talking about a free market, let the free market uh, work for itself. Let, let okay. me let, let me get to what you want for your yeah, yeah, yeah. your constituents because yeah. I don't want to forget that. Let, yeah, let me respond to, directly to that because that's that's an important starting point for like yeah what what do we want? Okay, so I came in and I said the feds should not be intervening in here, but I wanted to have this more nuanced conversation though, right? Of okay, well look if we let's say we need guardrails on this market because let me I'll put it this way like do I like that there's people out there taking 30, 40, 50% fees for NIL deals, attorneys, whoever else? No, right. I don't like that. Okay. So like I think licensing of attorneys, licensing of agents like the NFL PA does mm-hmm. to protect players. Those are important things that need to be done. Okay. Right? But those within the industry can handle this. Right. Mm -hmm. Just as they would in any other industry in America. Okay, if we need to have rules and we'll, you know, we need to bring the the labor to the table here to figure this out. Again, you look at the NFLPA model that that's really what we're pointing to here. Right. Instead, what the NCAA is trying to do here is get the feds to write this bill on NIL. And boy, if they can do that, maybe we can ram in some some other stuff down the line, right? Against employee classification, against right. you know getting an antitrust exemption, all of these things. So that sort of points the way to what we want because we want reform. We know there's bad actors in this world, and we want to disempower those bad actors for sure. But the way to do it is not some ham-handed piece of federal legislation. Yeah. By the way, they're never going to do that anyway, and uh, they de- they demonstrated during the hearing and i've seen clips and i've read enough about it 
they demonstrated that they have no clue as to what the real issues were. But it was really cool that the representative from Georgia could put on his red jacket sitting next to the representative from Florida uh, who was who went, go Gators. Uh, it was just, it was completely comical. It's as though The Daily Show did it. Uh, Jason Stahl is the founder and executive director of the College Football Players Association. So there is a court case coming up about employee status for college football players uh, or college athletes. In, uh, college athletes. In general. Yeah, you talking right. about Johnson? Uh, yes. Uh, so yep, yep. Where, where, where is your position as an advocate for college football players? Where is your position? How do you stand on the employee status for football players? Okay, so as an organization, when I talk about organ, you know, because I have personal feelings about things, right. but I point to our platform for change. People can go just, you know, Google, go to our website, cfbpa.org, right? And you can click on the platform and you can kind of see what we're about. If you go to our platform, you'll see nowhere in that platform have our members and our leadership committee made a decision to talk about employment classification. Okay, now, that's not that we don't take interest in, for instance, the ongoing Johnson versus NCAA case or mm-hmm. the NLRB administrative court hearings, right? Of course, we're watching those closely because if it happens that that shift is made, we have to be ready for that new reality and to make the transition to that new reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the platform, though, does not reference because we want, we, our platform is grounded in how things are now and adjusting to where things might go in the future. I think one of the frustrations for me at the hearing is that employee status was often conflated with revenue sharing, (laughs) and they're not the same, okay? They're not the same. Because I kept trying to talk about the media rights in right. contracts, which you know, I'm sure all your listeners know, everybody, but nobody, you know, a lot of people there seem not to know. We've got many new billions of dollars coming into the system, okay? The idea that we can't do revenue sharing through some sort of NIL deal directly from the conferences or directly mm-hmm. from the CFP to the players, right? Like, of course we can do it. There's many new billions of dollars. So you know who's going to love it? Well, of course the players are going to love it. Fans are going to love it too. Because what if we, you know, like think of all the new billions that are going to come when the CFP expands from 14 <laughs> to 12, yeah. right? Like, okay, you got all these new billions. What about a prize pool? What about a prize pool with NIL deals? Because they're, it's media rights. They're going to appear on the screen. We're using their name, image, and likeness right. on the television screen. Let's figure out a way to share the new money. You guys continue to have all the old money. Burn it up in whatever way you want. Mm-hmm. Let's think about the new money, though, and think about how we're going to divide it up among the players that make the tournament. Think how much fans would love that. It feels so similar to NIL, where for <laughs> years and years and years, they fought and fought and fought and fought, and then... At the last minute, these state laws pass, and they're like, okay, well, have at it. Oh, great, guys. Well, (laughs) you know, you spent how much money here trying to, again, deny this specific group of Americans a basic economic freedom that is enjoyed by every other American. That's what they try to do. Let's be clear about it. And now they're trying to do the same thing 
Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. The courts, Brett Kavanaugh of all people, right? <laughs> I mean, just being like, guys, let's get it into gear here. Let's realize here that, you know, you, you've got to like, you've got to think about your industry in the same way that other American industries have to think about themselves. But it's just like they can't do it, right? It's the same playbook. What they need to do is end the paternalistic mindset Right. Towards college athletes. They need these 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 Americans. They can vote. They can serve in the military. They can do all of the. Uh, so you know what else they can do? They can sit down at the table and help help figure out the new world that we're moving into. But no, they're so trapped in their paternalistic mindset that it's like they can't even imagine another way. They wouldn't want their own kids being treated that way. But but it's OK as long as, you know, it's just operating from this playbook that they're used to. All right, let me let me ask, and this might have to be our final question because we're running out of time here. Jason Stahl is the yeah. founder and executive director of the College Football Players Association. You can find their website at cfbpa.org. Why do you think that there are so many fans? And well, I understand why the administrators are against it because they are, they are looking at this as they're coming after our money. And I've said I said this ten years ago uh, at a panel we did uh, with a bunch of sitting ads. They were they're clearly afraid that the players are directly going to get the monies that the universities feel like they are owed, um, which is a little bit gross. But I understand I, I, I money is such an important factor for them. I get it. Uh, but why do you think so many fans think negatively towards NIL deals and collectives and all of that? I mean, I do detect a shift among the fans. I think there is a way in which many fans are like, okay, well, this is the way things are going. I think the one thing, though, I and you know, you we want to separate the issue here: NIL, collectives, et cetera, from mm-hmm. transfer portal. I think more of the angst from fans is, is going to be transfer portal, which is, of course, related to NIL. Yeah. It's related to collectives. And so now I put it this way. I said this to somebody yesterday. I sympathize with the fans. And because I'm not, you know, you know, I know it's like to root for a team. You want to root for those players. Maybe yeah. you want to see a guy recruited out of high school and then, oh, yeah, he finishes his, his time at that same school, your school, the school you went to, right? <laughs> right? Like, I get that. Okay, but the way to solve that problem is not to say, um, well, we got to go back to the past where we limit labor mobility among athletes. We limit their right to, um, you know, make money as other Americans would make money. Instead, we can figure out a way. And I think it's opening up competition through revenue sharing from the media rights agreements directly from the conferences or the CFP that that money flows into. Okay. So here's Mm -hmm. what I'd say, like 
we need competition here. I'm not a socialist. This is not like I was the only one in that room. I felt like who wasn't like a, a planner or a socialist, right? Like we need to open up this market to competition. We need the Big Ten to say, you know what we're going to do? We got all this new media rights money and we're going to pay we're going to pay our our football players whatever X dollars for the fact that their name, image and likeness appears on the TV screen. Well, let me tell you Players aren't going to be wanting to transfer out of the Big Ten. Right. Or the SEC, right. Yeah. Okay, and then what's the SEC going to do? Oh, we're on this too. We're on this yeah. train too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's what we need to happen. We need competi- competition, I do believe, would actually diminish the movement of players around and the dis- and it, it would if the uh, paying NIL payments directly from the media rights contracts through the conferences or through the uh, CFP would disempower collectives too, right? Because you wouldn't necessarily need the collectives in the same way you do now. The problem is, is that the administrative class in college athletics wants to have their cake and eat it too. They want third parties to pay their labor and not pay the labor themselves because they want to keep all this money themselves. You can't, you can't have it all guys. It, you you have to be willing to make concessions given this new world we're moving into. Jason Stahl, we could talk about this forever. Uh, founder and executive director of the College Football Players Association, CFBPA.org. I thank you very much for your time. Uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. Heck yeah, I appreciate the time. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.